Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Born in 103 podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing our both of our grad school choices and I guess kind of like what we expect from it and also why we chose to go to these two specific schools over other schools. So for me, I moved out to Pittsburgh, I think last August. Yeah, around last August when Megan started school. Yeah. And I was, well, I'm kind of like forced to choose schools around here because I'm living here. So I can't really like go out of like, you know, the city, but there's a lot of colleges and a lot of universities in the city. There's like five. Um, So I applied to Chatham Duquesne's master's and then I applied to Duquesne Pitt and CMU's uh, uh, PhD programs. What are the, what are the, what's the program? Like what's the concentration? Um, So the master's um, Chatham's was a master's of biology. And then Duquesne's is a master's of what environmental science and management. And then the PhDs were all biological science. Okay. So I guess uh, I'll talk about mine too. I guess the first question is why? I'm going to ask you all the hard questions today. Let's get some good oh, content. No. I need to actually discuss stuff. Yeah. Why Why? So, why do you want to do that? Well, I know I want to go back to school just because I don't really see a career with only a bachelor's in bio, like in neurobio, it's not really something that I want to do. I want to do something that has a master's. I also want to like learn more about stuff. Yeah. So, um, I applied to the master's cause I feel like that's where I belong. I don't really think I want to do a PhD, but I also applied to PhDs cause it was free. It also is like, if I get in there, it's free tuition and I get a stipend and it's like seven years. So it's like, I'll be set for at least insurance career for seven years. So I'll get money coming in, but the masters is only like two. I think the Duquesne masters is different. You could make it up to five years if you, cause it's like really flexible. It's not like you have to take Mm -hmm. three classes a semester. You can literally only take one class a semester because it's like made for people with jobs. So, um, so the, the masters would be less time than the PhDs, but they also wouldn't be fully covered. The PhD would be a full, like, tuition pay but the the duquesne masters they have a assistantship thing where if you work in a lab on campus or you ta which i can i am qualified to do both of those i could get full tuition and i could get the stipend for like the two for like a year i think there's like four assistantships they have and you can do one every year Mm -hmm. so and i so i was like i'll just apply for one every year once um my first year's up because like right now which um which program did you choose? Like, where where are you going again? I don't think you. I'm going to Duquesne. I think you've made it told me, but I can't. Yeah, I'm okay. going to Duquesne. Right. Their masters. So you you were on the wait list, right? I was on the wait list for their PhD, and I was on the wait list for Pitt's PhD. Um, I oh, okay. figured I wasn't getting into either because the pop the like the the applicant pool was really deep. Like Duquesne, like when Megan applied to Duquesne's PhD, there was like fourteen or thirteen people that applied. So out of like that many people, she was like in the top six and she got in. Mine was like 23 and like half of them were in their 30s and had masters in like full fledged careers. So I was like, I'm only Mm -hmm. 23 with an undergrad. I mean, I did really well in college, but like they are these people have masters, have a career and they're going back to school to like further education. I was like, yeah, they're going to get in over me. There's no chance in hell. 
for both places. And then Car- Carnegie Mellon was like yeah. a reach. It was a reach, but it was free to apply. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just apply. And then Duquesne's Masters, I got to Why was it free? It. Do you know why it was free? Oh, uh, COVID. They, every one of them was free to apply because of COVID. Oh, okay. okay. At least that's what they said. But um, I think because they all had a, uh, a dip in applicants the last year. So this year being the first okay. like year with COVID like planning when you're submitting applications, they were like, we'll make it free. But Duquesne's P- Masters like accepted me like the week after I turned the application in. So, and so I turned it in like December, but I got in like the end of December or the first week of January and I had like waiting. Mm-hmm. I, I waited till like April to accept because I wanted to see what the PhD said. But the more I waited for that, I was like, I think the master's where I want to be because I don't know if I want to go back for seven years. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. It's a long time. It's a long time. And I'm just looking at <laughs> what, a really long time. Like, what Megan's doing. I'm like, yeah, I, I did IS and IS wasn't horrible, but like, this does not look fun. Like, no, this is not something I want to do. Like I'm writing a paper right now with if Dr. You... Brantley and I do not want to do it right now. <laughs> it is not in the right state of mind to do it. If you go on Twitter, all the PhDs on Twitter, well, all of them, quote unquote, all of them, like they're all like, it's horrible. Don't go, get, don't do a PhD. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, so why are you doing it? You know, <laughs> well, like, what's it, the? I think it takes a different kind of person. Like if you're like, if you like structure and like I do like structure, and if I do think it, whatever I'm assigned or whatever I do, I could do it well because I just don't like the, I don't like thinking that I would fail at stuff. So I think I would be able to like push myself to succeed. Um, I just think that I don't know if I'd want to push myself that hard for that long. Like, I don't know if my quality of life would go down after so much time of like trying to do all these qualifying <laughs> exams and oral defenses and writing like six, seven, eight different papers to go for a thesis. And it's just like, no, I can't, I can't be bothered. Like, and the thing is, if you get a PhD, it's not like you're going to get like a, uh, a six figure, seven figure job, like getting a PhD, especially with my focus in biology is probably just going to lead to research, which isn't going to make like a shit ton of money. And it's not like that's the end goal is to make a shit ton yeah. of money. It's so the end I, goal is to do something I'm happy with. And I don't think I could do that yeah. with seven years of hell. I think with a master's, I could do pretty much anything. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think your the, the goal should be if you can make a crap ton of money but also be happy making yeah. a crap ton of money. Like you don't want to be just be making a crap ton of money and not be happy. Yeah. Cause then you just be miserable. You'd mm-hmm. have all this money, all the PS fives you could possibly want. If I made, if I made seven crappy. figures, like if I ever made like a good six figures or even seven figures, I'd buy PS fives on stock X every day, every day. <laughs> that's funny. No, I couldn't get no, but... a PS5 story too later, but that's funny. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that at the end. Cause I think that's, I think it's funny. Special treat for our followers. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I'll, I'll talk about mine now. So, well, you wanted to talk about gap years. So I, I kind of want to talk about we'll do, the gap We can do that first. after if you want. We'll okay. do it first. I'll do for me. It makes sense to do that before I explain the program. Okay. Do you want me to go with mine just because to finish my, my stuff? Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. So for me, like, obviously, I needed to take a gap year because Megan still didn't know where she wanted to go to get her PhD. Like, she had gotten into Duquesne and she got into Denver. I think it was Denver. And I think she might have also gotten into Colorado State, but she just turned them down. Um, So she was between Denver and Duquesne. 
And so I was like, well, I don't know where the fuck I'm going to end up. So I'm not even going to apply to grad school because, like, I don't know where she's going to be. And I also didn't know if I wanted to go back to yeah. grad school at the time because, like, IS was, like, just a lot. And I just wanted to, like, focus on getting out. And I didn't want to worry about applying to grad school and working on IS and working on my senior classes. Like, I was like, nope, that's too much shit. I'm going to do two things and then I'm going to finish it. Then I'm going to work for a year hopefully get a like a lab job or something or work with animals or something like that because that's what i wanted to do and then i could go back to school and then she picked duquesne yeah. and then i moved out to pittsburgh and then literally like a couple weeks later i got the job i'm in now as a temp and then i got promoted to full-time about a month and a half ago and now i'm still there and but it's really nice because now you now you're waiting yeah well it's nice because i could continue to work there for as long as I want with while I'm in the masters because the masters classes are in the afternoons and my and I got to mm-hmm. work like t- I, and I think I, I'm starting to go back to work like full full time like the whole day now because COVID's starting to get kind of like pushed away the guidelines are starting yeah. to be like stretched so I'm gonna actually be in there until like two thirty now instead of leaving at like eleven uh, like uh, twelve thirty. So I, I work, I usually work like okay. five and a half, six hour days because once I'm done, I, my boss says I can go home. But now with, with like her supervisor coming back, she's like, okay, we're gonna have to stay until like 2.30 now. And I was like, I mean, that's fine. It's only an extra two hours. And I mean, if there's nothing to do, we'll just sit in the office and work on like emails and stuff. So it's not a big deal. But yeah. yeah. So for for me i think uh, we were in a similar boat with like worcester and having to do classes and having to do is yeah where i was like grad school like i don't even want to think about applying to grad school right now i just want to finish like this this is we got going on mm-hmm. and all the other stuff so i was like you know what this is before covid too so this is my reasoning i was like because i think if, if i would have known that covid was happening i probably would have like thought about grad school a little bit more just to be in school to get it started instead of waiting yeah but i was thinking the same thing like all right we'll graduate i'll probably go get a job because it was before covid it was really not easy but there were a lot more jobs like Mm -hmm. available and whatnot yeah i think it also depends on your your field because i mean out here it was tough because a lot of the lab well obviously a lot of the lab positions they want to hire internally but with covid they were like strictly hiring internally so like i couldn't find anything for like two weeks on a lab so eventually i was like well i'll stop looking at lab stuff um i actually i got an interview two interviews for a med tech position which would have been pretty dope i mean it would have been often something i enjoyed doing but the pay was really good and i felt like if i was only doing it for a year you know i'd probably do it um but I didn't get that. And then I was like, well, I'll just expand my search just because lab job positions are really tough to find here. And so I was at animal positions yeah. and that was pretty open. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it does depend on the field that you're in. Cause I was looking to go back into real estate, mm-hmm. actually like commercial real estate back down in Atlanta, but COVID hit. And it was kind of like, well, any plans that anybody had to get any sort of jobs, like at least for the time being, like just went out, went out the window. Yeah. So I had already not prepared anything for grad school and then COVID happened. So it was like, all right, well, I guess I'm taking a gap year. And it just sort of like happened, like yeah. happened that way. I like so the gap during, year. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. So I, yeah, during the gap year, it just sort of gives you time to think like, okay, what do I really want to do? 
you know, mm-hmm. like what I really wanted to do was to do something in sports, right? Like I had done my IS research on the sports related topic. I'd been working in sports at Worcester the entire time that we were there. Um, so it's kind of like, yeah, I wanted to go do that. I think I'd enjoy that the most. Like I yeah. get the most enjoyment out of that going to work every day. I think I, I don't know if I told you this, but I went to get my vaccine at Mercedes Benz, like my first mm-hmm. dose. Yeah. And I, for some reason, I ended up under the stadium. Like I wasn't <laughs> supposed to be there, but I ended up under the stadium and I was like, yeah, I can see myself coming to work, you know, <laughs> under the stadium every day, but that's not, that's not the point. But anyway, so it was kind of like, all right, well, where do I go? Or what do I do to sort of get the experience necessary to kind of like transition career paths? Mm-hmm. So at the time with COVID and everything, sports was like a no-go. Like you tried to get a job in sports, everybody would tell you. I talked to maybe 15 different people, all varying like, you know, levels of position in the sports industry. They could be like professors at, at schools or people that work for a team or work for PGA or something like that. And they're all saying like, yeah, if you want experience, you're just going to have to go back to school because right now, like they're not hiring anybody. There's no events going on, like that sort of thing. So yeah, I ended up looking at four different schools. I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but uh, one of them was Georgia State, University of Central Florida, Florida State and UMass Amherst. And I had told people, everybody that I knew, I told them that UMass Amherst was my top choice because they had the most alumni at least in my opinion, the most alumni connections and also sort of the best overall program for sports uh, management. And it was also a dual degree. So I'd get an MBA and a master's at the same time in two years. So it was kind of like, well, that seems like the best bet. Um, I just need to get in, but I didn't think I could get in at all. Right. I applied, I did the tests and whatnot, like the, I think it was a GMAT. I took those tests. I sent the scores to the schools and my GMAT score was not that good, but the professors I had been in contact with were like, you know what? Don't worry about the GMAT score because it's not the be all end all. I thought it was BS at the time, but obviously now I did get into UMass and I also ended up, um, oh, he's clapping. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I also ended up getting all the tuition paid for with like assistantships and stuff. Because mm-hmm. originally in their like negotiations with me, they offered like a, some, a a year of funding instead of like the full two years. Mm-hmm. But instead of like actively asking for more money, I just like didn't say anything. And I like kept interviewing with other schools and then they came back and were like, we'll give you a year and a half of funding if you come here. And I was like, oh, really? Let me think about it. But then I asked them how much a semester would cost because I had to cover that last semester. And that last semester would have been like $17,000. Like I had to take a loan out for or something like that. So I was like talking to this professor that I was going to be working closely with because our interests were very aligned to what we wanted to do in sports or yeah. what she's doing, what I wanted to do, at least for research. And mm-hmm. she was like, well, we can cover that last semester through my department instead of through the, the actual like sport management department. So I ended up getting all of it covered, which I wasn't expecting. Um, but I think I mean, what you were talking about before, like with your PhD, like applicant pool was like super deep. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing now because we're starting to introduce ourselves to each other, like with the um, like all, all the people in the NBA cohort, yeah. like they're all like, I think there's only a couple of us that have either recently graduated or just graduated. Yeah. But most of them have been like working for seven years, eight mm-hmm. years, like at these companies or they've yeah. done nonprofit stuff or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I'm sort of like, I don't know how I got in. 
Yeah. I must have had some people vouching in the background. You, know, you got in because you know literally everybody in the world. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know somebody everywhere you go. I would, I would bet money that if you went anywhere in this country, and you, maybe even out of the country, you'd know at least one person. Well, I mean, maybe. But I'd have to like... one person. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, so it's kind of like, it, it's weird because you said something like you didn't think you belonged. I don't know if you meant this like belonged as in you wanted to be there or belonged as in you thought you could do it. You said you didn't know if you belonged in the PhD, but you thought you belonged in the master's. Yeah, I mean, I knew I could do the PhD. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think like with the people in that cohort that I would have gotten in with, I don't think we had anything in common. There's a couple mm-hmm. people that maybe I was like, oh, yeah, I have some common stuff with them. But they were like still in their undergrad. Like I felt bad for them. Like I yeah. knew I was like, yeah, there's no chance because I, I understand like the pecking order here, like 30 year old master's careers. Like there's four of them and there's only like five spots for the PhD. I was like, they're going to get four. Five, five, all of them are probably going to get it unless like and some of them were in the master's that I'm going to. They were graduating from the masters and applying for the PhD. Into the PhD, so they're yeah. going to get in ahead of me because they're they're literally in the program I'm going to apply to. So they're going to get in. So I was like, okay, that's three spots left. And then there, I was like, there's there's more than thirty. There's like four or five thirty year olds with masters already. I was like, yeah, this isn't happening. But like the people who are undergrad still, like still in college, trying to graduate. Like, I was just like, yeah, I feel bad for them because they just, like, did all this time to make this application for the PhD. And it's like, they're probably not going to get in. Like, no chance. Like, at least yeah, mine, I was the... So, like, I was still in, like, the top, like, seven or eight. That's the hard part about it. I feel like even now, like, knowing I've gotten in and knowing, like, they, like, they wanted me to be there. That's the thing yeah. with grad school. Like, they wanted me to come. Otherwise, they would have said no, right? Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, dang, like, all these other people have like all these jobs and it's just sort of like an age thing i guess yeah. like i'm only 23 like you, you were only 23 there's not much i could have accomplished at this point especially having just graduated into a pandemic mm-hmm. but it's sort of like you gotta you gotta um not make excuses you know you gotta do what you gotta do yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm glad that i'm where i am though i feel like i'm in a good spot i still got to do all my forms though on my doctor forms and stuff but i have to go back to ohio to do that because my doctor's office won't fill out the form since I haven't had a checkup in like five years. <laughs> I haven't been like sick. Mm-hmm. So I guess I have to go. I have to go back next month, like the first. So July, July's a fuck show for me, man. I have to go back. I have to go back to see my grandma in like the second of July. So that's fine. Then I have to go back again the next Wednesday for a dentist appointment and a doctor's appointment. And it's just like, ugh. how. How long is the drive, though? It's like two and a half, three hours, but I don't like driving. So it's That's like, not bad. Listen, you drive like 12 <laughs> hours, 10 hours, whatever, to Worcester to Atlanta to like Georgia. Like, that's different. Like, I get that, you, but you don't mind doing that. Or you, I don't know if you like driving or whatnot. I hate driving. I hate it, mm-hmm. driving long distances. And three to three hours is not that bad, but it's like that's on like the higher end of like how long I want to drive. Yeah. But the, th- the problem is I have to do it two times in one week. Yeah. So that's three, six, nine, 12 hours of driving in a week. Like, fuck, <laughs> I don't want to do that. That is a lot, yeah. The good thing is, since I'm going to Ohio, I could fill gas up in Ohio where it's like 50 cents cheaper. That's what I miss about Ohio. Gas is really cheap. Oh, gas was so good there. Because here, I mean. It sucks. Gas here, here, like here right now, it's like 309. It's like 340 up here some places. Jesus. Yeah. No. By no. my house, it's like 325. But if I go up towards where Target was, where I got my PS5 yesterday, it's like 340. 
It's like ten minutes from my house. It's three forty. I wouldn't even go anywhere. Like I'm, I'm not driving anywhere. <laughs> I only drive yeah, to work. Too really. much. I drive. To yeah, work. that's it. I'm not going anywhere to, else. I had to get my car fixed. I had to get a tie rod replaced. How much was that? I also had to get an inspection for the registration and my insurance too. So I mean, it was like one fifty total. It wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. I um I has I asked Helen this the other day because I thought this was an interesting question, and I asked her how come you didn't do what I'm doing to Helen. Yeah. No, like how come you, you, Eric, how come you didn't do what I'm doing in, in sports? Cause Dude, I was I like, know. I love, sports. I was like, I really should do something in sports. <laughs> and honestly, you're going through it. I was like, that I would be good at that. I would, I'd like sports. I know my way around it. I feel like I could do a good job, but if I tried to like learn stuff for it, yeah, but it wasn't the cards for me. I guess <laughs> I already like spent all this money at Worcester on bio and neuroscience. It's true. Like, I yeah. can't really like say fuck that. I'll go to sports management. It's like at least yours was sort of intertwined with that. Like you majored in philosophy and psychology, but like you did the sports science IS and like even your philosophy. You know, there's a lot of sports stuff with philosophy and with psychology. Yeah. So it's like you made sense for you. Whereas for me, I don't think there's a lot I could do. Like without totally disregarding four years and however much money I fucking spent on at Worcester. Well, that's the thing about it. It's sort of like, I didn't do a lot of sports stuff either. Cause you could think about it. It's just like a little bit, well, I'll say like a year and a half Yeah. of like the time I spent there, like from, from junior year to the end of senior year was like a lot of sports yeah. stuff that I'd sort of went out of my way to kind of, you know, get acclimated with. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even like the sports stuff I'm going to be learning at, in grad school. It's like more, general yeah. things i guess so it's not like throwing four years away i'd say mm-hmm. it's more like just transitioning yeah. you know if but I was that's, that's anything, what i was telling her if i was gonna do anything in sports like i would want to be like a general manager for a football team i think i'd be good at that i mean obviously i'd be crazy but <laughs> i don't know anything about it but i feel like i i could do a better job than half the gms out there i think i could <laughs> Well, that's the thing. You got to have that confidence, you know, I think because otherwise if, you're dead if I water. learned if I learned how to do it like that job, I think I could do a better job than half the GMs in, out in the NFL. I think I could. And that's what I told Helen. I not was coaching, like, not coaching. No. Yeah. Yeah. But GMing. Yeah. I could run a team. I could get personnel. Uh, make good draft I, I just I just told her like you. So for part of it for me is and I'm not going to hold you up and I say this is sort of like if that's always what I wanted to do, like, why not? go try and do it right yeah so i mean at least in that case like even if i fail like at least i tried you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like if i want to be a gm or if i want to work in a front office or something like that like at least i try it mm-hmm. so that's that's what i was telling her about you is kind of sort of like he'd be very very good at it at least like in terms of knowing things like yeah. being able to sort of get through at least the, the a grad program or like that, that sort of thing like if you if i showed you the classes that they have at uh, UMass Amherst, you might like start salivating because it's really interesting like topics and whatnot. And that's that's how I knew like when I started looking at programs, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want to go do that because yeah. all this stuff just seems really interesting. Mm-hmm. For especially for people like us that like just talk about sports all the time, right? Yeah. So it's like you know why not? But I think Mac, I see what you're saying. My brother, he went to Mount Union. I think he originally went for sports sports management. I think that's what he wanted to do at first, mm-hmm. but he switched. 
I think he's just communications, but with like radio, radio broadcasting, like focus. I think that, I don't know what they do. I think that's actually what it was, but he did, uh, he switched to communications with radio broadcasting instead of, um, sports management. Why did he do that? Do you know? No, I have no idea. I know. Oh, I know he liked doing radio. Like he, he was on the radio show at Mount Union for four years and he liked it a lot. So. I guess like he I was on the show or he worked on the show like he was like sort he, of like in the background i think his first year he was working up in the background but then he got his own show at mount union like his sophomore junior year mm-hmm. so and he did a five years because he switched his major late so he had to do a fifth year okay so he did three years of his radio show i think where he was the host and it was like a, i think once a week on like a wednesday so kind of like the uh, thing. What's the radio station at Worcester called? Uh, I can't yeah, remember. It's like that, yeah. But, it's like but like Mount, <laughs> Yeah, but, but like Mount Union's, like our little radio place was like a little closet in Lowry. There's yeah. like a, like a building with like a bunch of rooms. Like they actually had like a real radio station. Mm, okay. Okay. Not just a little closet with a bunch of records in it. <laughs> Why are you like clowning Worcester right now? Because that's what it was. <laughs> a closet with a bunch of records. <laughs> They're trying, dude. They tried. Then they they almost shut it down too. I remember that. Do you remember that? Where people no. were on campus, like I never cared because I never listened to it. Yeah, I mean nobody did. Well, some I didn't. I'll say that. But I think there were there were like posters and like flyers all around campus, like don't let them shut down Wu ninety one. We love Wu ninety one. And I was like, where do y'all find time to like listen to the radio? No wonder y'all are barely graduating. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> so anyway I, I think I wanted to ask um, I think you might have told me before but I can't remember and now I can barely remember a question disregard disregard it yeah I'm terrible don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I just heard Megan's alarm go off so she's awake no <laughs> She's not the type of way. She just turned it off and back to sleep. <laughs> this won't go on till about eleven thirty. Then she'll get up. She's crazy. So how does she get up when she's supposed to get up? Oh, she gets up. You, well, sometimes. So like when she goes, when she starts going back in the lab again, and I need to take her in. If I need to take her in, her mom might take her in because she goes in at like nine. But if I'm taking her in at eight, I have to get into work at seven thirty at the latest. So like, but I usually get in at six thirty because I like it there early and doing stuff before everyone yeah. shows up. So I was like, okay, if I'm taking him to school, I'm not going at six thirty. I want to get in about seven seven thirty. But we have to leave the house at six forty five because I have to drop you off, then go to work. I don't want to be late. I mean, my boss wouldn't care. She, I literally show up at nine o'clock. She'd be like, "You okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, traffic or my girlfriend." Like she understands. She's pretty cool. And so I'll be like, okay, it's six twenty. Right. And 620 for me, I could sleep another 10 minutes and still get out at 645. Like I'd get dressed, brush my teeth, eat something small, go to work. Megan has to get up an hour early or she's going to be late. So I heard her (laughs) alarm go off at 545. I'm like kicking her. Get out of bed now. Like get up. And she's like, oh, I'm like, okay, five minutes. Six o'clock rolls around. I'm like, okay, it's six o'clock. Get out of bed. And now I'm awake and I'm not sleeping anymore. I'm awake. I'm like, get out of bed now. And she's like, like acting like I'm an asshole. I'm like, I am an asshole. Get out of bed. We're going to be late. Get out of bed. 
I think one time it was like 620 and I was like, okay. And I got a, a lights on. I carried her out of bed and put her on the ground and said, go get ready. <laughs> it's like, usually she'll get up though, but she pushes that like time. That line. Yeah. Of, like, like if I say, I want to leave at 645 in the morning to like get new places. We leave at like 655, 650. Yeah. yeah. I still get to work on time, but it's a, it's a rush. Does she end up one? Does she want to be like a professor? Like at the end of this or what? She doesn't know yet. I don't think she knows. Interesting. I think that's in her like potential. Like it's either that or going to get postdoc somewhere and then working as a researcher. Because like hmm. if for me, if I was to do a PhD, I would probably end up being a professor because I don't think there's a whole lot of funding and like animal behavior stuff as it yeah. is in like molecular computational biology that she's doing like there's a lot of money in computational biology so like if she learns how to do that like she's going to have a good chance of finding something that's going to pay pretty well whereas me it would just be like yeah research so i could literally be a professor and do my own <laughs> research what if you um ended up being a professor at worcester how would you feel about that not good <laughs> I would, I would want to be Why? a professor somewhere that didn't have an IS because I don't want to have to deal with that. Oh, yeah. That's true. I don't want to deal with five students writing 80-page theses that I have to read. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. That were, it is a lot, actually. It doesn't sound like a lot. Say, it is. Like, I tried to be early on stuff for Dr. Branley so he didn't have to, like, clump me in with the, the, the horde of people. I think um, I asked the professor this the other day. We had a conversation. And me, me Helen, you remember Katie, right? She, um, we were all like on Snapchat, like in a group snap or whatever, like talking about how this year, like this, this past year, so many mm -hmm. more people. And if anybody from class 2021 hears this, you, you might be upset, but I don't care how a lot of the people that graduated this year ended up with honors and passed that shouldn't have had honors and shouldn't have passed <laughs> like IS and whatnot. And the professor was like, yeah, definitely. Like, you're right. <laughs> Cause they just, they couldn't like. They couldn't grade it the way that they like normally graded yeah. it. Yeah. And Helen was, she was like, yeah, like all these people that we, you would never thought to get honors, like got honors. And, you know, yeah. But yeah, I'd be pissed. I, I am kind of <laughs> upset because I got honors on mine and I'm like, I don't feel special anymore. I mean, you still can feel special because it's like, it's, it's separate years. Like honors in one year means different from honors in another year. I was really shocked when I got honors. I was Doc, Dr. Bradley called. Everyone knew you were getting it. I knew I, you were getting it. What? No. I, you put so much fucking time into your thing. I mean, I guess, but that like, doesn't mean honors. Like, I put a lot of time into mine. And I thought I did good. But I was like, I'm not going to think I got honors. Because, like, yeah, I think I could have. But I was like, I'll just take a pass. Like, what, not pass, sorry. That's what I, Adam, I forget. I'll tell you Adam's thing. But I was like, I'll just take, like, a good. That's, like, the second highest. I'll take good. Mm -hmm. You know, and Dr. Brandley called me up and I was just like, yeah, um, you got honors. And I was just like, wait, really? And he's like, yeah, it was really good. I was like, wait, really? And he's like, why are you surprised? I was like, because I didn't think it was honors. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, I thought it was. And so did I, Dr. Ison. And I was like, I mean, OK, thank you. What happened with Adam? He, he, I mean, he, of course he, passed, he got but... his grade before mine. He got it like a week before I got mine. Mm hmm. And he's like, Eric, guess what? I got a my IS. I was, and he's like, I guess I passed my IS. I was like, that's good. And I said, what grade did you get? He's like, I got a pass. And I went, I was like, 
I tried to laugh. He's like, that's really good, right? That's like the second highest. And I went, and then I laughed. Then I laughed. He's like, why are you laughing? I was like, because that's the second lowest, Adam. That's just above fucking like fail. He's like, oh. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. It goes like, honors good, <laughs> then I think pass, or there's a fifth, third one before it, then pass, yeah. then fail. So yeah. like, it was like right before fail, and Adam was like, I don't so know if himself. it's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's I think it's fail, pass, good, honors, but I think there might be one between like good and pass, pass and good. I don't remember if it's satisfactory. That's what I thought or, too, or what? That's what I thought, but I don't. But I, I only think remember. there's four. But there could be a fifth one. But either way, yeah. it was the one right before fail, and Adam was like thinking he he like got the like, second highest one. <laughs> I was fucking crying. So funny. <laughs> so funny. That is funny. And then Megan, but no, so I mean, she, she got good on hers, but it was like so her oral defense factored into her grade, whereas mine didn't, mm-hmm. because the bio department was just like, you know, if we're not gonna do it in person, there could be technical issues, there could be, you know, just mental yeah. issues with COVID and stuff. They didn't want to add anything to the the stress of the the IS. And but, at that point, you you'd already like yeah. done most of the work. Anyway. Oh yeah, we were done. Yeah, at that orals, we were done with everything. I mean, we touched up stuff after orals to like get it into like the database. Um, but then Megan's wasn't. It was still graded, and it was like rough because she didn't have mm-hmm. any time to like go over with her advisor like what to prep for it because they were virtual and stuff. And then she also yeah. didn't even get to finish her research because COVID. Um, a lot of her stuff because she did organic. Mm-hmm. She did a lot of organic stuff, so she actually had to like make the compounds. And like over the summer, she figured out the first step, but then all in the fall, it like kept failing. So like she kept struggling to make the compound that she needed to make for her immunofluorescent proteins. And eventually, she got it, but it was later. So like they had to cut out the second aim. So like her IS will end up being like forty pages or fifty pages instead of like the full length. So like, that mm-hmm. might have factored into like her grade. But like she was bad because her her oral defense like wasn't very good because she didn't really know what to do expect for it and neither did I I mean my oral defense was pretty bad too because like they were asking me all these like generalized biology terms and questions I was like she asked me like what are the f-? so like what are the three stages of like genetic diversity like what three factors like would help with genetic diversity because like I did grasshoppers like in different differences in color like variations so like that makes sense as to why like you'd see these different color variations one of the three reasons that's stuff I learned freshman year that I haven't looked at since and I didn't yeah. know I was supposed to be quizzed on general <laughs> biology topics I got one of them I got genetic drift but the other two I was like fuck me I don't know and Dr. Eisen's just like so it's like because I was in her class and she knew I was in her class she's like you don't remember and I was like I mean I wasn't expecting to be quizzed on something from freshman year, but here we are. Yeah. She's like, I got one of them. Does that count? Yeah. And she's like, I mean, that counts for something. And, and then it was like, <laughs> yeah. and then But did that have anything to do with your IS? It did, but it didn't. Like it had to do with okay. maybe an explanation for why this had happened. Aside from like just bat, um predator avoidance like kind of like not why but sort of like how it happened that's kind of what i'm getting at like the how yeah which i did sort of explain a little but like i was more interested in the why it would go this would go on so like oh this could happen because this did happen by genetic drift or by uh whatever i don't remember the other two i only remember genetic drift because i thought it was funny <laughs> so but, I, I even i know genetic drift because i learned that in mm-hmm. history of life but but i was just like for like five minutes, I was just looking at the camera like, 
know. <laughs> no, Chief. That's funny. So, but yeah. What what else is there about grad school you want to talk about? How I'm not that excited for it right now because I don't want to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> well, we I, took I, a I year, like this, like... dude. I like this not having class. I like yeah. this going to work, coming home, and doing whatever the fuck I want. It's so nice. Yeah. But I do want to go back to school. Do. I want structure. I feel like you, I'm not doing anything. I feel you like crave it. You crave structure. I mean, I'd like like when I go back to work, like the full day. Again, it will mm-hmm. be like better because I'll get home at like four. So like, if I play video games from like four to six, I won't feel bad about myself. Whereas if I play video games from one to six, I'm like, you know, <laughs> that doesn't happen too often. I usually play from like one to three with Mark, and then I get off for a while. Yeah. What are y'all playing at at noon? What was the game? Probably Destiny, if I had to guess. So when you we're off topic now. Like if you wanted to just hear us talk about grad school, we're off topic. So just disclaimer. But so you bought Call of Duty on PS4, right? Did it not? Does it not include uh, like a, a jump to PS5? No, it does because you can oh, okay. play PS4 games on the PS5. Oh, you bought a disc version. No, I bought the digital. It still carries oh, over. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So we got to play that then. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I, had to, I had to delete Warzone. I didn't have any space for it. <laughs> it's very I had, I had Warzone for a day, and then I think Destiny and I think Call of Duty had an update, and they both could not update because I had like 80 gigabytes free, and it needs like 100. It needs whatever the, co- the, the copy file is, so 70 for Destiny, maybe 100 for Call of Duty. And I was like, mm-hmm. <sighs> it's like, what game's here? And it's like Warzone's 150. I'm like, it's because it downloads all of Modern Warfare. It's like, why does it download the yep. entire game of Modern Warfare? Why doesn't it just fucking download Warzone? You know, it's probably like 60, 70 gigs still, but like, just give me the one that's just cut off 70 gigs and I'll be fine. But no. I think um you can change it. Like, you can modify the install to like mm-hmm. make it to where it only downloads what you want. Like, I'm going to send wouldn't... you, um, let me see. I'll say Adam got I'm gonna it. I'm going to send you a, a, a SSD you can put in your PS5. Okay. And you could get more storage that way, but it might be. Let me see if I can find one. I don't want, like, those tiny ones. I want the other ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got my PS5 yesterday. Okay. Eric did, the, yeah, he did get his PS5 yesterday. You want to tell the story about how that happened? Sure. <laughs> so. I texted Malik, I think literally like a month ago or two months ago. I was like, listen, bitch, we're actively trying to get this fucker now because like I feel left out. I feel like <laughs> everyone's got one except for me and I want one. And like the first day we tried Target released and we both got in our carts because he was trying to help me for a little bit. Yeah, and, I was. And it wouldn't let us check out. And then, you know, it came and went. And then I was like, oh, this is bullshit. Right. The next day. Like every couple of days after that, there'd be another release, but it would always be shit because like GameStop, Best Buy and Walmart all do the thing where they release like three or four systems at a time and then they wait 10 minutes, then release three or more systems at a time and really really release uh, wait 10 minutes and release more. So it's like it's hit or miss. So I would be waiting on the fucking computer for two hours, just hitting refresh. And after like a week of doing that, I said, this is fucking dog shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I still did it for like two months and then literally on 
Wednesday or Tuesday, I texted Mark and I said, listen, I'm done doing this. I'm only going to do it if it's Target or PlayStation Direct because Target releases all its stock at once. And if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And PlayStation Direct puts you in a queue. So Wednesday rolls around and my friend Mark goes to Amazon and gets one while I'm at work. So he got his PS5 on Wednesday. Well, it's coming tomorrow or Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so he got his PS5 on Wednesday ordered. And I was like, oh, my God, now I'm the only fucking one who doesn't have one in our friend group. So I was like, shit, this is bullshit, you know? So then I'm like, well, I knew that Target was priming for a restock. I didn't know if it was going to be this Thursday or next Wednesday. So on Thursday, yesterday, I woke up at like 7, 30 in the morning because I knew they released at 740. I got all my shit ready, went to the website at like 738, hit refresh. And as soon as I hit refresh, it showed up like that they're in stock. And this is before any Twitter notification. So like I knew nobody was on their website yet. So I, as soon as I fucking saw that, my heart dropped and I fucking was growing crazy getting, trying to get that in my cart, got it in my cart. No problems. Already had all my shipping information, all my billing information in hit, hit, hit check out. And it gave me the email confirmation saying you're good to come pick it up in an hour. And I was like, holy fuck, that was easy. And then I was looking on Twitter and everyone was like, oh, he's already sold out. And I was like, ha, bitch, I'm not like that anymore. I got my PS5. And then I deleted Twitter. <laughs> like as soon as I got Is that it. moral of the story? <laughs> yeah, I only had Twitter for the notifications. Now it's gone. I'm dead. I should, keep, I should keep buying them so I can sell them on e- eBay for $1,500. Oh, my God. Don't do that. I had, uh, I had to do that. I don't know if I even told you that, but I got another like graphics card. Uh-huh. Because I – so – what happened with it was was that this this one brand uh, EVGA there's a they they're like a brand of graphics cards they make other things too but most of their graphics cards when they when this series of cards initially came out they had like some announcement that said if you want one we know it's like out of stock and it's really bad but if you want one like put your email into this like server thing and you'll be into you'll be put into a queue where like based on when you like asked to be put into it it's like a, a line, right? So it's like, we're going to keep going down the line until it gets to your email. And when it gets to your email, it's your turn to buy one. Well, I got the email. See, I wish that's what they did for PS5s. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that. I don't know why. But they, so what happened was I had already had one, like from a different brand that I actually like went and camped out for. I told the podcast about that, I think. And I told you about yeah. that. Yeah, I'd already had one. So I was like, well, do I buy this one since now it's my turn to buy or do I just like let it go to somebody else? And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to buy it. So I bought it and it came and I was like, well, what do I do with this other card? Like I could I was thinking about giving it to my brother, but the card was too expensive. Like I looked on eBay and like there were bids for up to like fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred dollars and the card like retailed for six hundred something. Yeah. So I was like, I want to give it to you, but I need the money. And I just bought the other one. A thousand dollar profit's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it on eBay. I sold it and it sold instantly. Literally, I put it on eBay for like $1,300 and it sold instantly, like in two minutes. And somebody bought it and they paid for it and I had to ship it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how bad I was going to do like the the scalping like stuff with PlayStation fives, I would sell them on eBay for like, I think the, the day average around like $800. Yeah. You know, I would probably say, give me seven fifty, no bidding. Just give me seven I'll give it yeah. to you. Cause like the bidding process is bad. Cause then it goes up to 900 to a thousand, depending on who's bidding. So I would give you the, the console freshly bought for seven fifty straight up. That's all. And I'm not going to have you bid. Just give me seven fifty, and I'll give it to you. 
Cause like, I don't like people yeah. who ask for like 800, it's just like not smart. Cause like if everyone's offering 800 that you don't, you're not, you might not even sell your system. You probably will, but you might not sell it fast enough or you might not sell it for a while unless you put like a, a bid. The people who put like bids on it, like I saw one that I actually bid on like a while ago because it just got put up. It was for a bundle for 550. And I was like, that's cheaper than what the bundle's worth. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the off chance nobody sees it, I'll put a bid down. So I put a bid down and like literally like the next day it was like about a thousand dollars. Like, yeah, this is fucking dog shit. <laughs> It's oh, terrible. Jesus. It's it's just all bad right now. Yeah. But yeah. She's but anyway, and she's beautiful. But yeah, can you I can went. you turn the camera so we can see it? <laughs> it's like your first child. And then uh so I went to, so I got it from Target, right? This is funny though. I Went to Target and originally the, the instruction was, was to go inside, show a barcode and say who, who you were to pick up your order, right? So Eric yeah. Gilbert's here to pick up this order and I show him my barcode and they'd give it to me. My dumbass, not dumbass, my 200 IQ ass is like, <laughs> listen, if I go in there with a P, get a PS5, because they're just going to give it to me. There's no bag for this thing. It's big. Yeah, if I'm it's, carrying it's a PS5 through the parking lot, if I get mugged for this PS5 and get like robbed, I'm not getting a new one. Like, they're not going to re- refund me if I get mugged outside of their store. You know? Like, why would they? So, yeah. I'm, like, changing my, my pickup instructions to bring it to the car at their drive-up center. Because I was like, if they get jumped with my PlayStation, they'll give me a new one when they come back in stock. Or I'll say to do that. I don't want a refund. I want my PS5 when it comes back in stock. Yeah. So, I was like, if you get jumped for it, Cause you're just going to let it go and you're not going to, it's not your, like you're just going to take it, take it and they'll take it and I'll just get a new one and then nothing, no harm, no foul. <laughs> and, but if I get jumped, then I'm fucked. I'm out $550 and I have to do this process again. Yeah. So I was like, change it to bring to car, please sent. And now Megan was laughing. She's like, really? You thought you were going to get robbed? And like you, there's people who like on launch were coming out of like Walmart and got robbed. Like their PlayStation was taken from them. Yeah. Like they couldn't get refunded because like it was technically not inside the store. So like, I mean, they, I, I, I'd hope that like Walmart, Target, if you got robbed outside their store, they'd re, they'd either refund you or try to make it right. But I mean, they, they I, would just I, give I you. They were probably, if anything, they'd give you store, your money back. They're not giving you yeah. another one. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there's my story. There's my TED talk. There's your PS5 TED talk. Mm-hmm. The moral of the yeah, story. yeah, I was I was happy for you though when you called me because I was like I, I know how difficult it is to to get some of this stuff right now. So, what's going on? I'm just reading a text from work. Oh boy, are you are you fired? <laughs> no, did you get fired on your day off? That'd be enough an <laughs> on a Friday. Day. <laughs> That'd be an odd turn of events. Oh my god! And do you have any more uh, any more ideas for grad school or anything? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I think that's good. Fifty minutes, pretty good. It's not bad. I'll take that. If you if you didn't know, the Lakers are in the playoffs against the Phoenix Suns. Go support the Lakers. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and also, Julio, um, we're sorry, oh, but yeah. you you got to go, Chief. Those are my those are my parting words. He's gonna go to the Patriots. Never gonna win another ring. Yeah, that would be terrible for Atlanta morale. But 
It, it, it be what it be. As long <laughs> as he doesn't go to the Ravens, I don't care where he goes. Ravens would be nice. They'd be nasty. Man, they could be <laughs> The Browns are finally good. <laughs> the Browns are we, finally good. There are only like four teams that can get them, I think. Like that, that it would make sense for them to go and after. Three of them are in the AFC. Yeah. Oh, I meant like three of the teams that could beat the Browns are in the AFC. No, which yeah. is true. But there's like I think it's the the Pats, the um the 49ers, the, Raven. the Ravens. Titans I have heard a lot about too. I don't think he's going to the Titans though. I don't think so. If he went to the 49ers, I mean they they might be good, but they also might not be good. Depends on injuries. Yeah. But anyway, we don't want to make this longer than because we go on for like thirty more minutes. We start talking about Julio. Yeah, we have to do another sports talk. We've been done one of those in a while. Yeah, I know we do. Maybe we can do one like Maybe for the finals, maybe. Because we oh, didn't yeah. do a playoff predictions, but we can do a finals prediction. Yeah. Let us know if you want to hear that in the comments. Like and subscribe, please. Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Nets. In five. Whatever. Lakers and foe. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to the uh, Born in 103 podcast this time. Uh, you, you, I mean, I'm sure some of you thought we were dead, but we ain't dead. Don't worry. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> we just got busy, that's all. But anyway, thanks for listening and uh, take care.